Hey girl, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast, a place for ambitious women to gain clarity around our goals, find inspiration in our journey, and also learn how to create a life and a business of our dreams. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and a brand photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership community. And in this podcast, we'll talk about both the tactical strategies and habits that you need, as well as the mindset and inner clarity that'll help you take the big leaps, both in your life and in your business. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of growing a thriving business. Because let's be honest, it's not always glamorous, but the work is always worth it. So girlfriend, let's start making some moves and calling our own shots. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode. I am so excited to be here today and to be talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart because it is something that I, being an overachieving entrepreneur, have struggled with and done myself many, many times. Um, But before we dive into the episode today, I just wanted to quickly say a thank you to Jessica for her um, review on iTunes. Jessica wrote, Chris is truly an inspiring woman and I can't wait to learn from her wisdom and go get her attitude. She's a ray of positivity and calm. Looking forward to tuning into more episodes. Jessica, thank you so much for that review. I just want you all to know how much I love seeing reviews from you because it helps me to know not only what types of content resonates with you the most, um, but just helps me know that you're here and you're listening and that we are doing this together. So please feel free to go and leave a review today with your big takeaways from the episode. So What sparked the idea for this episode today? So I, at the time that I'm recording, we are in a new year, we have new goals, you know, I'm chatting with a lot of entrepreneurs and women business owners around their strategies for the year and, you know, how they want to grow their business and the different types of things that they want to implement and do. And sometimes we have a tendency to overcomplicate our business strategy, especially I find as the year goes on and as the time goes on, we might start with a really simple strategy, something that works, something that's easy, but then inevitably as time goes on, as we start to learn about new strategies and as we start to hear about how other people are growing their business, time and time again, we end up starting to overcomplicate the things that we're doing And then sometimes that even leads to us making it so complicated that we just stop doing it all together. And so I wanted to talk about this today, this idea of how to stop overcomplicating our content creation strategy, because there are truly so many different ways that we can share content. We could focus on Instagram posts, Instagram stories, Instagram reels. We could do Facebook lives. We could do Facebook posts. We could do Facebook group posts. Uh, there's YouTube videos. There's Pinterest and Pinterest ads. There's, I mean, blog posts. There's a million different ways that we could choose to show up and share content. And I wanted to kind of talk through today why you don't have to focus on everything. And as a matter of fact, you really want to simplify it as much as possible because that's one of the ways that we complicate our content strategy is by trying to show up on too many platforms. So 
We're going to dig into that today, but before we go into that, at the time that I'm sharing this episode, I wanted to share that I will actually um, be opening up the membership very soon. If you're not familiar with the membership, it is a monthly membership for women entrepreneurs, and every month we focus on coaching and masterclasses and trainings that will help you not only grow your skills, but also keep you accountable and help you just feel that support and encouragement that you need along the way. So I will be opening up the membership in just a few weeks. We are counting down the days until it reopens, and we only open it a few times a year. So if you are looking for extra coaching and accountability and have some really big goals that you want to hit, I actually have a special link just for podcast listeners, and you'll be able to find that in the show notes below. So check that out. Find out some more information on how you can join us, and the link for that um, if you want to jot that down, is just she calls her slash join. And again, you'll find that all in the show notes below. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into the content for today. So the first thing that I want to share strategy around how to stop overcomplicating our content creation strategy is to stop trying to share content on every different platform. So I mentioned this earlier, there's a million and one different ways between stories and reels and lives and emails and freebies and webinars and challenges and videos. And while all of these things are great, I think it's so important for us to remember that no one thing, no one platform is going to skyrocket your skyrocket your business by itself. And what I mean by that is that you're not going to pick the wrong platform or like you're not going to pick the one that's going to give you the least amount of traction. I truly believe that if you know your ideal client, if you know who you're trying to reach and if you know what platform they spend most of their time on, that is the platform that you should be spending your time on. And it's not that you're going to choose the wrong one and the one that's going to like make your business fail. I think the only one that would make your business fail is if you chose a platform that, you're, that your ideal audience is not on. So if your ideal audience mostly hangs out on Instagram, but you're spending all of your time on Facebook, then probably not going to be the best fit for you. But I really do think that if you focus all of your energy on Instagram, if that is your main platform of choice, and you just completely push aside everything else and just lift that off of your responsibilities, you really are going to see so much more success and you'll feel so much less burned out from trying to do it all at the same time. Kind of in this same idea, I want to talk about how sometimes we can fall into this trap. I know this because I fell into this. I think it was the beginning of 2021. Um, It was like January and I was trying to figure out what, you know, what platforms I wanted to be on. And I needed to take my own advice, the advice that I'm giving you right now, but I didn't. And so I knew that Instagram was the main platform that I wanted to show up on. Well, plus my podcast. So I guess technically I had two, which I think it's fine. Like if you pick a couple of things that you want to show up on that you know you can show up on consistently, that's fine. But I should have stopped at that. I should have stopped at just building the podcast, growing, you know, releasing episodes and sharing on Instagram. But instead, I also added Pinterest into the mix and I wanted to also start blogging. And those to me kind of went hand in hand because my thought process was that I was going to blog helpful blog posts and then share them on Pinterest. And while that makes sense, it sounds like a really good idea, I was now trying to be on four platforms. (laughs) 
all at the same time. And even though I thought that I was going to kind of cheat the system by, you know, Pinterest has these uh, platforms that you can use like Tailwind that'll help you schedule out all of your pins. So I thought, you know, I'll put in a few days at the beginning of the year and then a few days maybe every month to schedule things out in advance. And that way I'll be able to grow my platform on Pinterest. And while I might have seen a little bit of growth um, in doing that, honestly, the amount of work that I had to put in to create the blog posts and then also create all of the pins, not including the money I had to spend on Tailwind to actually use the platform and get the most out of it, the amount of time that I invested in that was not worth the growth that I saw. And that's not to say that Tailwind doesn't work. It's not to say that it's not a good platform to be on. What The point that I want to come across is that I was trying to do all of the things, and so I was doing everything kind of um, half effort. I'm going to try and keep this episode clean. I'm going to try, you guys. I was kind of giving half effort on all of the platforms, which meant that I wasn't really seeing great success on any of them because I was trying to divide up my time way too much. And so I want to share this because I want you to know that I've been here. And sometimes we think, oh, well, this platform can kind of help me save time. And, you know, like that's exactly what I thought when I thought that I was going to save time by batching all my pins and doing them all at once. But the problem was because I wasn't really investing in the program and spending the time that I needed to spend on Pinterest to actually grow it, I really didn't see the success that I was looking for. And the same can be said with any platform. Anything that's going to, you know, program that'll help you schedule things in advance is great. And I think that if that's your way of saving time on the platform, absolutely do it. But I don't want you to use it as a reason why you can show up on more platforms because you truly are going to see the most investment and the most return of investment on the things where you're actually spending your time on. So try not to fall into the trap of trying to do everything, even if you feel like you have shortcuts or easy ways of doing it. I would suggest picking maybe just a couple of things. I suggest one to two, but if there's a third one that you think that you truly have time to fit in on top of that, go for it. But the smaller, the better. Start with the least amount of things and get really confident and comfortable on those platforms before you try to dive into something else. So that is tip number one. Tip number two is sharing what you know on repeat, meaning you don't always have to be talking about something new. I think sometimes as business owners, we we think that we need to always be providing just like a copious amount of different types of information for people because we want to educate our clients or our future customers as much as we can. I mean, we wouldn't have our own business if we weren't passionate about helping other people, Right. But one of the things that I think we fall into is trying to share too many things and then we sometimes forget what we want to be known for. We're not going to be experts at everything. I think that's fair to say. It's very likely that we'll have a couple of things that we'll know a lot about, right? So for example, for me, I feel very confident coaching other women on how to start their photography business or how to go from part-time in their business to transitioning into full-time into their business or you know how to grow their business using sustainable strategies around you know marketing and getting clarity around their goals and things like that like 
There are things that we as business owners will feel very confident talking about. So find out what those are and talk about them all the time. You might feel like you're repeating yourself a lot, but honestly, we all know that when we share content, no matter what platform we're on, only a certain percentage of our followers or clients are actually going to see that content. So you're not being repetitive by sharing the same things over and over again. What you're actually doing is building more trust with your clients or your audience, and you're building more authority because each time you talk about something, the more authority you build into actually knowing what you're talking about, right? So I don't want you to think that you have to always be talking about something new because sometimes that can also lead to weird like identity crises in ourselves of, you know, now I don't know what I should be known for because I feel like I'm talking about everything all the time. So instead of falling into that trap, help, you know, to help clarify and help minimize your content creation strategy and make it as simple as possible, pick your few things that you want to be known for and really just focus on sharing that. Because we want our clients to hear something or see something, you know, out in the world and think about us. We want our clients to be like, oh, content creation. Oh, so-and-so talks about content creation all the time. She's an expert in that. We want to be known for a few things. So really figure out what that is. Because niching down your expertise will really help you build a stronger brand in the long run. So that's tip number two, share what you know on repeat. And tip number three is to unfollow other people in your industry and in hand with that, share more authentically. And this one I'm just going to touch on really quickly, but I think it's so important because sometimes we feel like, especially when we follow other people, other leaders that we look up to in our industry, we get this feeling like we need to be talking about the same things that they're talking about, right? Like they have this authority and they have you know, they're sharing about this certain topic. So that topic must be really important to their audience. So I need to make sure that I talk about that topic too. But this kind of leads to what we just talked about, where now, instead of sharing the things that we feel, you know, strongly about or passionate about, or like we're an expert in, we're now just trying to share things because we feel like we should, or we have to in order to live up to some expectation that we have. And another thing that can happen when we're following a lot of people in our industry is we'll start to feel kind of uh, dependent on those people because we feel like we need to be, you know, not only talking about the same content or the same things that they're sharing, but we feel like our business plan needs to be structured the same way as them. We feel like the way that we market needs to be the same. We feel like, you know, we kind of take their business strategy and we then make it our own because if we think that they're successful, we just want to, you know, mimic the things that they're doing to see success in our business. But I can tell you right now that's not a, that's not a fun way to grow a business and it's also not a good strategy because what's working for them and their audience and how they serve their clients may not be the same thing that's going to work for you and serving your clients. So my best advice is just unfollow other people in your industry. I know that it can feel scary to do that because you might want to feel, you know, in touch with other people and seeing what other people are doing. And if you have maybe one person who you feel like shows up really authentically and really honestly and in a way that you love, you know, sure, you can keep following them. I'm not going to tell you to not follow people, but I highly encourage you to look at the list of the people that you do follow in your industry 
and try to weed it down a little bit so that way you don't always feel like you're trying to keep up with someone or, you know, that that comparisonitis that comes up of constantly comparing how your business is doing to theirs. Let's just like eliminate that (laughs) as much as possible. So that's tip number three on following other people in our industry. And uh, the last tip that I have for us is to give yourself time to brainstorm content ideas every single week. Carry around a notebook or jot down ideas in your notes app on your phone whenever you get an idea. Don't assume that you'll remember it later on. And I say this because I have done this so many times where I'll have a great idea for a podcast or you know something for the membership. And I'll think to myself, oh, this was such a great idea. There's no way I'm going to forget about this later. But then, spoiler alert, guess what? It's like the next day and I already forgot about it. So give yourself the benefit of the doubt and just jot down your notes whenever you have them for really good ideas. Even if it's just one sentence of an idea of something, that way you can come back to it. You'll always be able to remember it enough to be able to elaborate on it for the most part as long as you give yourself enough context of what the idea was. But just remember to to write that down anytime that inspiration strikes. And another thing is to just let content creation be fun. I think sometimes when we think of content creation, we like get all serious and like we sit down with our computer and our Google Doc and we try and think of the the content that we can share that will be so life-changing for everybody and will be just this like breath of fresh air and we put all of this pressure on creating content, but set aside, you know, maybe an hour or more, however long you feel like you need each week and just sit down grab your favorite drink, your, put on your favorite playlist, you know, maybe get a big oversized piece of paper with some markers, let it be fun and colorful and just come up with ideas of things that you can share. Think of things that you love talking about or things that really excite you or motivate you and just let it be fun. Each piece of content that you put out does not have to be life-changing. And I want to remind you that something that might feel everyday knowledge or common sense to you might actually be life-changing for somebody else. So at the end of the day, let the creation process just be fun and let yourself just like get excited about putting yourself in that creative space to jot things down. And I lied. I actually have one more last quick little tip, and that's to focus on consistency over quantity. And this is so important because if you started off with sharing content just once a week on a platform, whichever platform it is that you choose, and let yourself go from there, you will feel so much more proud of yourself at the end of the year, seeing that you released one piece of content consistently every single week than trying to start off by producing too much content and then getting burnt out and then, you know, taking a break or like not posting for multiple weeks or multiple months. It's so much easier for us to be in these habits of posting regularly and feeling confident in our content creation strategies when we give ourselves the flexibility to be able to do it um, slowly over time and not overwhelm ourselves, overwhelm ourselves right off the bat. So I want you to remember as we kind of wrap up this episode, just some mindset tips and things that you can take away from this is number one, remember that you know so much more than you might think. There is so much more that you think that, that 
might be common knowledge that someone may have never even realized or thought of. So just remember that you actually do know so much more than you might think. And also remember that even the basic content, the content that you think may not be life-changing for someone can sometimes serve as a great reminder every once in a while. How often have have you heard a piece like a podcast or read a blog post and thought to yourself, man, you know what? I learned that a long time ago, but that was such a good reminder to remember to do that or to implement that today. So even if something feels repetitive or like something you've learned before, sometimes it's really great to share that content frequently because especially those powerful things that we sometimes learn and then forget, it can be so helpful for us to have those reminders. And a question I have for you as you think about this, when we think about content creation is, what's one thing that you do really well that you think would really help someone out this week? Maybe you are really great at writing out Instagram posts, especially if you're really great at batching them out so you can help someone save time. Or maybe you're really creative and you're super good at coming up with different Instagram real ideas, or maybe people always come to you and ask you for help on how to create graphics on Canva to share on social media. I encourage you to think about one thing that you do really well that you could share about and add value to other people's lives this week to help them be better at something. So quickly, just to recap some strategies around how to stop over overcomplicating your content creation strategy is number one, stop trying to share content on every single platform. Number two, share what you already know on repeat. And remember that you don't always have to be talking about something new. Number three, unfollow other people and leaders in your industry so that you can share more authentically. Number four, give yourself time to brainstorm content ideas every week and make it fun. And then lastly, number five, focus on consistency over quantity because the more comfortable you get and the more frequently you do something, the easier it's going to feel to do in the long run. So I hope that that was so helpful and I wanted to share too that if you're ready to dive even deeper into growing in your business, I would love to chat and see if working with me one-on-one as your business coach might be a great fit. And I have a special link, especially for listeners of the podcast that I'll share in the notes of this episode below. Um, And so be sure to check that out if you're interested in learning more. And I am excited to be able to chat again soon. And I will see you in the next episode. Hey there, one last thing before you go. I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It's so much fun shouting out my listeners' reviews and takeaways on the podcast. And by leaving a review, you not only help me create more content that's relevant for you, but you also make it possible for other women business owners around the world to find the podcast too. I'm honestly so grateful that you decided to listen in today, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode.